Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. Oh, it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Ah, oh, fuck, Jordan. I gotta get something off my chest. This is neither the time nor the place. I will have no emotional honesty on this show. Hmm. Fuck. It's just that I don't see you a lot. Yeah. Uh, in re- regular life, at least since the pandemic or college. Um, and uh, I just have to admit something to you, and I feel really bad about it. I'm feeling really bad about it. Oh, boy. It's just a, boy, it's really sounding like you're about to say you fucked my wife, which will be surprising <laughs> for multiple reasons. <laughs> number one you're unmarried number two i can't get it up <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know weird huh and yet you fucked my wife <laughs> and yet um no i mean listen uh jesse if mm-hmm. even if you did um fuck the wife that i do not have yet you should get one yeah i'm working on it I have schematics. I have uh, I have newspaper articles connected with twine on a billboard. I'm working on it. Okay. Working on that wife. Um, even if you did fuck the wife that I do not have, um, you know, I think we can get through this. Um, I think it depends on if it was like an emotional connection or just like, you know, raw, raw boning from two mm-hmm. fucking mammals who gots to get it on. Two warm-blooded, milk-given milkers getting it on. Hey, I can Jordan. I can handle that, man. I'm Jordan. just a mammal too, baby. I give live birth. <laughs> I can regulate my body temperature without laying on a hot rock. Yeah, I'm a mammal. I like to fuck. Jordan, you and I yes. both know that your wife is a marsupial. <laughs> That's right. Ooh, look at the pouch on her, huh? Ooh, <laughs> Good day, pouch. Jordan's wife. Ooh, the pouch on my wife. <laughs> um, yes. You're saying about my wife's pouch. <laughs> Where she nurses our young. Yeah. I feel like in our relationship over the last 20 years or so, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've had, our, we've had our strains here and there, but I think I've behaved pretty honorably, but I need to admit some dishonorable behavior. I thought, oh, well, okay. I'll just do it on the show so yeah. everyone can hear it. Mm-hmm. This um, is great. You're getting out in front of this. I appreciate it. You're letting us hold you accountable. It's really important. It's what my Bible study group does for me. I have to tell them every time I jack off. <laughs> <laughs> I have to or I'm out. First of all, Jordan, that's a Jack Offers Anonymous meeting. <laughs> yeah, but we were like, read the Bible before. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to be into the Bible. Like everyone knows 12 steps, the higher power can be whatever. So I just don't want anyone right. to get the wrong idea about what happens in oh. a Jack Offers Anonymous meeting. Hmm. If anyone's addicted to cranking it. Sorry, you were saying, I'm sorry, you have a, you're, you're something you're trying to get out here. And the thing, yeah. you know, this is so just like typically me. Like you're trying to have like an honest thing, and I'm just like, man, jack off, jack off. Like, man, you know. You're a bit boy. We know it. Whereas I am all about getting to the emotional heart of matters. Right. 
I haven't been fucking your wife, um, but it does feel like a betrayal on a similar scale. Um, like a lot of people in the pandemic, I, I've been going to the drugstore sometimes yeah, um, <clears throat> to buy medication or snacks. And um, I've been using your phone number at CVS uh, to get CVS extra care rewards discounts. Wow. Oh my gosh. Well, now I wish it you was you were fucking my wife because at least I could jack off to that, man. It's um, just I, this. Sometimes the discounts are pretty significant and right. I didn't I didn't want to sign up for another thing. Another thing. Do have another card in my wallet and right. um usually I use at the grocery store usually I use uh, my mom's phone number. Mhm. Um, but there's not a lot of CVSs in San Francisco. Right. So I just thought, whose phone number do I know by heart who lives in Southern California? Uh-huh. And I don't know a lot of phone numbers by heart anymore just because these days they're all, you know, just in yeah. your cell phone. Yeah, sure, sure. But um, you've had the same phone number for a really long time. I think yeah. probably since we were in college. Mm-hmm. And I do know your phone number. And I typed it in to see if you had a CVS Rewards account. You do have one. By the way, you need to update your email address. <laughs> still shooting, still shooting my coupons to the Hotmail, huh? <laughs> I think so. <sighs> my coops, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Got to get into that Hotmail. There's something. There's something else today. Yeah. Today. I happen to be there to pick up a prescription, and I bought some seltzers. So mm-hmm. out of seltzers. And there was a pretty significant discount on the seltzers, particularly the polar seltzer, which is a really nice seltzer. What are you what, what are we talking? We're talking down from twenty five three ninety nine to and three. then the the multi packs were buy one, get one half off. Okay. Yeah, I mean. And so I I went ahead and used your phone number and it worked great. I mean, it was really great. Outside of the fact you should update it, let me know. The point of sale system let me know that you need to update your email address. But right. besides that, it worked really great. I, I got the discounts. And then after I had paid, I asked the woman at the counter, oh, do you have any, you don't happen to have any COVID rapid tests. So, I th- you know, they can be hard to come by these days. I thought, well, as long as I'm at the drugstore, I should check. She said, oh, actually, actually we do. I said, oh, I'll take a couple of those. Um, And so she, she rung them up and then she said, oh, uh, God, it's really hard to say. She yeah. said, do you want to use your CVS extra care reward mm-hmm. box from the receipt and I said yes I wasn't even thinking about I was thinking about it I knew it was wrong um but it was pretty significant it was over three dollars um I don't know if those are fungible I don't know if they're gonna I don't know if they're gonna come back to you next time you use it or if I just no if I used it up and I know that you've probably been buying a lot of stuff at the CVS, and that's why. But I, you know, I, I've been I've been buying stuff on, with your account, so we're both contributing to the box. No, this is no. I don't need this backpedaling. I just, um, I just, I don't know. I'm really sorry, man. Um, I don't want the show to. I don't want the show to end. I want. Yeah, to keep well, doing I mean, the, I just want to keep. Might happen. That might happen. I'm sorry that I violated. 
because I didn't know Brian's phone number. I don't know Brian's phone number. Why would I call Brian? I don't know. Does he still run that party line? <laughs> <laughs> he inherited Jose Canseco's 900 number. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, I think the only thing to do is to kind of start the healing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that you owe me $3 worth of goods from CVS. And it can be, you know, any... $3 of my choosing, I could put that toward a, you know, Sudoku book, um, People Magazine special issue, Look Back at Harry Potter, um, Nicotine Gum, or... Film developing. Film developing. Yeah. Um, tell me... God, I haven't been there. You know, I, it's funny you mentioned CVS. I've actually have not been to a CVS in a while since I moved to Pasadena. Um, uh, so I've, you know, my like close, you know, chain drugstore is a Rite Aid. So I've been just using a Rite Aid for those little, you know, trips to get. Do you have an account there? I, uh, well, I mean, somebody's gonna fucking start ringing up the, ringing up the bucks. I don't know. I may or may not have a Rite Aid True Rewards account. But just, just ask me your, so. Just with your regular phone number? Uh, no, it's Brian's party line number. <laughs> it's technically still Jose Canseco's. Um, it's still a recording of Jose Canseco. Brian just appended some stuff to the end. So <laughs> while. So, you know, I mean, I guess you owe me $3 worth of goods from CVS. Right. Uh, do they sell weed there? You want to get a, a trinkle bag? Yeah, man. Three, three bucks worth of nugs. Oh, fuck, Jordan. I got to tell you one more thing. I did it at Ralph's, too. <laughs> they don't have Ralph's Jesse, just in sign San Francisco up. either. I don't what want them to this? know about what my shit. This? I don't want them to know. I want to get the discount, but I don't want them to know about the shit. And your phone number and my wife's phone number and my mom's phone number and my dad's house. But my dad's house, that phone doesn't even work anymore. What are you think. buying at these places dead, that you're Jordan? so ashamed of? My fucking dad is dead. Yeah, all the my more My father reason. died of cancer. Boy, I didn't play this shit. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I just want those fucking sweet discounts. I just don't want to pay full price for seltzer like a fucking clown. Yeah, you got to sign up for these things, man. You don't need to keep the cards in your wallet anymore. I know the cards have been a pain in the ass in the past, but you can just do it. They It says Alt ID. You just enter the old. Well, you know how to do it because you just do it with other people's things. I'm like explaining to you how to do something that you do. Just do it with your phone number. So just... I get there, I choose whatever goods are on discount, I bring them to the counter, just recapping. Yeah. I don't have the card. It's it, They'll so then, do it for you in four seconds. Okay, so there's a little screen, right, that says, type in your phone number. Yeah, you know what you do with my phone number? Just do that yeah. with your phone number. Tell so, them, I don't have a thing, Start. I'm starting a thing. Yeah, I it sucks. It sucks that you need an account for everything. It's it sucks. I you know 
I don't but like I it. I can just I get to the screen, right? Yeah. I type in nine four nine. It's uh-huh. Orange County. Right. Six Love you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, say my whole phone number so people can text me Waluigi memes at 2 a.m. I don't know. I don't want to sign want. up for it. I don't want the government to know about my seltzer. It's Kroger. Kroger's not the government. I want Who cares? I've never been to Kroger. This is But it's good to know that I can get a discount at Kroger Man, now. Man, you are this close from being an anti-vaxxer. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you are fucking one podcast away from being an anti-vaxxer. You know what, Jordan? When the government comes yes, that's for all the, same the little thing. bubble boys, your... they're going to come to your house, not mine. As far as the government's concerned, I drink flat water. Jesus Christ. Get you your... know what? I take back my apology. Wow. You're going to start checking out library books on my card now, too? <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea, Jordan. In fact, I'm not just going to... I'm going to sign up for Canopy with your phone number. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to use up your five free streams a month, Jordan. Oh, man. I need those streams. (laughs) I know. You want to watch a third-tier documentary? Yeah. About the arts. Yeah. About a ballet dancer from a (laughs) non-traditional background. I need to watch all the Canopy documentaries about ballet dancers from non-traditional backgrounds. There's a traditional way you think a ballet dancer should grow up, but all these ballet dancers from non-traditional backgrounds are entering the ballet, and everyone has a documentary about them, and I need to watch them all on Canopy. Jordan, I just want to say that that is literally the same example I was about to give. The specific (laughs) that I was about to say was like a dancer from an unusual background. Uh, And that's why it's so important that we share this Kroger account. Mm -hmm. We're like two two peas in a pod, buddy. Just deceiving the government. What do I get? Spending our bucks. (laughs) You get my bucks, baby, if they pop up on your receipt. I don't. I guess I've never gotten a reward from those things. I've only gotten oh, yeah, there's a well. point early, early in the Ralph's reward program where if you spent enough, you would get one of those rotisserie chickens, and that was going on like right when I moved to L.A. and I was at my like brokest. Yeah. So, oh man, those free rotisseries were a treat, but they don't do that anymore. You don't get little freebies. You just get the anyway. Jordan, how about this? What? I'll give you three dollars and forty two cents worth of car wash coupons and then we're even i'll take it okay i'll take it from the value pack that comes in the mail (laughs) spelled p-a-k yeah our guest on the program is going to the co-host of the triple click podcast uh she's a celebrated video game writer and editor she's uh stayed up late for us I mean that's all true, Jesse, but we can't we can't talk about that. We gotta get into the CVS coupon algorithm and just what have you been doing to it, man? Like, first of all, first of all, Jordan, you're missing out on a lot of extra bucks. CVS isn't paying me to say this. There's a lot of there's a lot. I didn't know about these. You bucks. get free money. It's wild. You gotta spend it before it expires, but it's just free money at the end of your receipt. But but they also give you a bunch of coupons based on what you've been buying. So if you were to go to CVS now, you'd be getting like, I don't know, mustache wax coupons. Yeah. You'd be getting 
bald boy head shiners. <laughs> yeah, you'd be getting like adorable child with unusual interest action figures. You'd be getting, you know, just all kinds of stuff that Jesse's into specifically. Wow. Maddie, I appreciate your offering to Jordan here. I just want to be clear that I was in Marin County over Christmas. Not to brag, just sort of like my lifestyle, sort of like uh, Van Morrison in the 70s. And um, I may or may not have forgotten my mustache wax. <laughs> oh, boy. And I may or may not have gone to a CVS to buy mustache wax and spent 20 confused and upset minutes wandering the hair care aisles looking for at the very at the very least a non-gel pomade mm -hmm. i thought they gotta have murray's in here no. and here's here's the truth Nothing good. and you know this maddie because you're a greaser yeah. uh they don't have they only have murray's edge edge treatment which is for sm small hairs on african-american people the edge of not regular murray's which is just the pomade and there's no mustache wax, mm -hmm. so but I just I just your know whole thing is invalid. Good in the hair care aisle at, C at a CVS because that's the only place I purchase any hair products, and it never looks good. So I that's <laughs> that's how I know that there's nothing good there. There's so many products, <laughs> so many products in that aisle. None of them. It's then. such a big aisle. All of them just made out of different kinds of plastic that you're putting onto your head. I assume. But Jordan, the extra just, box, you could be getting so much seltzer. You could be getting every brand. You could be getting... Jordan, Polar, just to fill you in... Whatever the other one is, the can, competitor. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maddie, Maddie knows about how you can get a lot of CVS bucks because mm -hmm. her phone number is 323 That's right. Uh, and so, so many people use her phone number to get discounts at the CVS. Yeah. So many Yeah, people. I specifically tried to get that number just because I thought it was funny to be called and harassed mm -hmm. a lot. And like, I feel like I don't get enough of that in my day to day, you know, just like career wise. Yeah. So I was like, oh, right. it'd be cool. Like I'm getting so many messages and I'm loving it. But like, what if I could get a lot of messages from just people about something different like something that's not like a mortal right. combat mm -hmm. character's name that i misspelled once in an article 10 years ago like what if i could be getting messages about just like that's disrespectful to baraka <laughs> yeah, like, how all. dare you disrespect baraka <laughs> it was jacks but thank you um okay. yeah i so i'm i'm loving having that number it's really changing things up for me and yes Anybody is free to mess with my CVS algorithm. I like to just keep it fun, keep it fancy. Like, who knows what coupons are going to spit mm -hmm. out for me, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, we're doing what we can. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks Maddie, promotion, you mentioned guys. you mentioned you mentioned video games. I'm really interested in your gamer chair. Oh God. Uh, there was a a brief that was, discussion that was my about before Jesse got here. There's <laughs> a brief discussion about gamer chairs before I got on the line that was just ending as I entered. Well, do you um, have any questions? And, Let's start there. Well, what do you think? You appear to be you appear to be sitting in a race car yeah, bed. Maddie. That's true. That's that's true. It is technically actually a full car seat. And when I say car seat, I don't mean like a children's car seat. That's that's usually the time one might say the phrase car seat. <laughs> I mean a literal right. seat that a, a fully grown adult might sit in. I've removed that from a car and I'm just sitting in that. 
And that's what I'm going with. No, just kidding. It's a GX Racer gamer chair that I got for free and reviewed <laughs> for my job at what? Kotaku before I Why worked Why does it Poland. have shoulder guards, Maddie? Know. It has shoulder it's guards. Like as though, I mean, I... I guess I'm I'm messing up the record by acting out moving back and forth, but I'm I'm envisioning a version of a gamer who just can't help but rotate their body right. while shooting, I don't know, shooting guys. I, I don't know. What's a game? Yeah, what are you doing in a that, game? <laughs> Suddenly I can't remember. There's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that I feel like there's that version of video game playing that you saw like in like '90s sitcoms mm -hmm. and every where, like, they modern wanted commercial to show... for video games still now, but go on. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Of like someone, you know, like using the controller to like, like pushing it the way they want the guy uh -huh. to go, and going like, oh, 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 oh and like, oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh. Yep. So that's in, what the shoulder guards are for. Or so that when you're right, pushing when the you're, controller you, forward. When you're so in, the, in game. Just to get Mario to jump a little bit higher, which it does work if right. you do that. Like if you just lift the controller a little bit. Oh, yeah. No, my friend's uncle works at Nintendo and he said that that mm -hmm. works. I mean, that's been confirmed by just dozens of reporters by now. Like there's been a lot of testing yeah. on that. So like that's part of what the shoulder guards are for. Yeah. But. It's also just, you know, the regular wear and tear of like huge hulking gamer shoulders, which we all know about. <laughs> so that's a big concern for chairs, just generally. One time in Jordan, Jordan in college, you and I were playing video games. <laughs> just the one time. I was doing that. And mm -hmm. you looked at me and you were like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't do anything. And I was like, right. I can't help it. I'm just I imitating what I've seen on Clarissa Explains It All. <laughs> I'm I'm a mom playing Nintendo. <laughs> to go up, I press the up button and go, yep. Yeah. Yep. And you call it Nintendo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matthew Dudley's mom called it Nintendo. That's pretty good. Um I Maddie, I think it's worth reading. You you in the chat, you put the link to the article that you wrote about the yeah. chair. And I think it's worth Reading the headline, my hideous, comfortable game or gamer chair fills me with existential dread. <laughs> that is what I titled it. I really went on a journey with this chair, which is sad because I got to get rid of it now. I was telling I was telling Jordan before the call, it is falling apart. I think that this chair is very comfortable. However, calling out DX Racer right here on the air, saying that they made a chair that wow. fell apart and it is not good. It's not good. I don't know. I need a new chair, guys. And and I'm also like, what should I get a a normal chair? Am I supposed to just get a normal desk chair or should I just continue with the embarrassment of having a gamer chair that all my coworkers see? And for the record, not all my coworkers have gamer chairs. Like you would think, maybe polygon.com, everybody's got everybody's got a gamer chair, everybody's got LED lights behind their monitor, everybody's right. got, you know, snarfing down Mountain <laughs> yep. Dew and Cheetos. Everybody's got while they're uh, playing Halo. Can of Pringles, Halo Infinite themed taste like the ostriches in Halo. Uh-huh. <laughs> they they all have that. Earn XP while you're scarfing snacks. Yeah, that's Maddie. I blah. I am a I'm a classic filthy casual. Uh huh. Um, Jordan, you, Maddie, obviously you're you're a gaming professional. Uh, Jordan, you are a former semi professional in the world of game journalism. You covered. You did a lot of games semi journalism coverage. 
I feel like, you know, skateboarding and ska are gamer adjacent as far as yeah. like yeah, it's all part <laughs> of subcultures a... <laughs> that are like on a large Venn diagram of interests. Yeah, it's part of a it's part of a proud tradition. Yeah. There definitely was a time when free video games would show up at your office sure. uh, uninvited and yeah. you would give me the sports one. And I really <laughs> appreciated it. It was a great time in both of our lives. Um and so you guys know a lot about this. I mean, Jordan, obviously, if it weren't for you, I wouldn't know about Gamer Grub, uh, the, the snack food that comes in a tube that you can eat one-handed or just stick in your mouth and throw your head back yep. like a pelican mm-hmm. um, uh, that keeps your hands clean for gaming. Right. Um, Nominally, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned <laughs> gamers are famous for their clean, clean hands. Well, and also, like, are your hands clean, like, morally when you're eating gamer crab? I don't know. I right. would say there's there's something on your hands and on your soul. Maddie, there's something on my hands, but that's because I didn't go to my meetings this week. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Gamer Grub is made from graham crackers and blood diamonds. <laughs> so we all, <laughs> we're all complicit. Yeah, I gotta call my sponsor. Maddie, uh, what makes a gamer chair a gamer chair and not an office chair? I think I think the shoulders, the huge shoulders, and also just the little headrest. Or the, the little main, pillow. The little pillow. That you have that you nice. fits right yeah. behind your neck. There's also a little back pillow that you can adjust. Oh, see this for see lumbar this support. Yeah, I got some lumbar back there. I got that. Who is you that? Move that up and down. It's perfect. Uh, Jordan, who is that on our show? Maybe Vanessa Ramos, who said she leaves the lumbar support, the adjustable lumbar support, off on her car so that she can turn it on as a special treat. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> I haven't stopped thinking about that. that is good. Oh, my Lord. Uh, so I recently went chair shopping. I am uh, I am recording for the first time from my, uh, from my home office. Uh, wow. I got my new apartment, had an extra room. I'm like, I'm going to office this thing. I just fucking waited forever and didn't do it. Um, but finally, you know, these past couple weeks, I'm like, I'm going to do it. We, we will all be working from home forever. Yeah, this is it. You know, this is your I life. I should lean into this office thing. Um, so I went chair shopping for just a chair that I could sit in all day. And, you know, I was at the chair store and sitting in some normal chairs. They had a section of gamer chairs. I'm like, well, I'm not going to get one of these. But I mean, while I'm here, I sat in the gamer chair. I'm like, Oh fuck! I might get this. Oh fuck! I might get it. Yeah. Shit! I kind of. It's kind of. It. I mean. Um. Yeah. I mean. It's the thing you said, though, Maddie. It's like in this world, like not only are you working from home, but you people have to see it. So, yeah. I think vanity. I think if not for my own vanity, which is one of my, you know, key traits. Mm -hmm. Um. And we all know that about you. Yeah. yeah, very vain. Very appearance focused as a person. Yeah. When they say I'm veiny, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's my yeah. it's my vanity, it's my self-regard. Um no, but I thought about it. I was sitting in that gamer chair for a fucking good 15 minutes going like, maybe I do this. Maybe I take this bad boy home today and just yeah. fucking dive into this 
Viking Assassin's Creed. I, I kind of did it as a bit. Like, I got it for free and reviewed it, and it has a funny headline, and I got to tell some jokes about how embarrassing it is in the story. But then the part of it that wasn't a bit was that I've been sitting in it for three years, four years. Like, that's not <laughs> right. a bit. And then... I had to deal with the fact that there then became an era of my life when everyone saw me sitting in it. And it's not yeah. just like, oh, my coworkers see it every day. It's also like every time I guest on a podcast, I have to do a bit about the chair. I'm not saying this isn't the greatest show we've ever done. And it will be the last show based on the, the prior 15 minutes of this show where you two were getting into it about <laughs> the CVS coupons. And I am honored to be here on the last ever JJ Go. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, do, I do feel like it is something, like it is, oh, she's a gamer. Like she really committed to an aesthetic that is so vibrantly embarrassing that she has to just <laughs> own it. And that that is an intensity that, I mean, it, nobody ever comes to my house anymore. Obviously, I, I live right. with my girlfriend. She's asleep right now because it's 11.40 p.m. And I, when she first came to, to my apartment, she said nothing at all about the chair, which I think is a great move. Like, I feel like if you're going to somebody's apartment for like, you know, with this is a third date scenario. Right. Um, she just sort of looked at it and just kept her eyes moving there was a mm. lot there was a lot to look at you know like there at the time there was a gears of war lancer on a bookshelf i don't like i've gotten rid of some things that's I've the chainsaw gun you're talking yeah, about yeah, right? yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah what yeah. do you I've, lance with now i know i just, just just a sterilized needle yeah just straight up just punching people now i'm just doing it old Got school it. Um, but yeah there were a lot of things back then and and then the second time she came over i was like hey so what do you think about how ugly this chair is? And she was kind of like, <laughs> she was kind of like, in the room. Oh. Let's like I was treating it like it was the elephant in the room. And I think she was just kind of like, honestly, like with everything else, like I just kind of took it as it comes. Like she right. just cut. And, yeah. and I feel like that meant that I had to get rid of the Lancer. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, <laughs> I needed the chair to be the only thing about me. That's unbearable. Maddie, you're shot here. Which you presumably use for professional obligations. In theory, yes. But are you going to talk about the Wolverine mask? Is that what we're going to get to? Two keyboards, <laughs> a cat palace, and a Wolverine. Is that a keytar? It is a keytar. Oh, wow. It's a keytar. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. That rules. See, the, but great, see, Maddie. the keytar is kind of cool. Like the, because, it is cool. Okay. <laughs> gimmicky instrument. But yeah. I actually play it. And people could like look up my music and then usually what usually the reaction when people listen to my music is surprise that it's any good. And that's I feel like a really great place to be because it's like, oh, she's so weird. Why would that be something like she like one of my coworkers thought I had the guitar as a bit, which, again, seems fair, like based on what's in your field of view here. Like it does seem like I'm doing a lot of stuff as a bit. But the keytar isn't a bit. But you needed to get around on stage when you were rocking. That like is you actually can't be held behind it. a keyboard yes. stand. I played a keyboard for many, many years in high school and college bands, and it is irritating. It is irritating to be stuck behind a keyboard. It is much more fun to have a keytar. What was the transition from keyboard to keytar like? Well, so in the 2010s, Roland did sort of an 80s revival situation where they released the keytar, the accent that I have. Mm -hmm. And prior to that period of time when Roland did that, Roland being a synthesizer company, by the way, for your listeners right. who don't 
understandably don't give a shit about this. Um, and <laughs> I, <laughs> so I, Roland, I was already, I call him Raleigh. Yeah. Pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Row, He's a bit of a, a gunslinger. Uh, so <laughs> the beetly beetlies, I call him. So I just got, I, I already had a bunch of keyboards anyway, and was in a band at the time. And I was like, Oh, you know, it'd be pretty sweet if I, got one of these guitars and just, you know, maybe yeah, then I, right. you know, waltz around the stage a little bit more. That'd be, that'd be cool. But honestly, I was like, that'll be weird. Like my hands are going to be at a totally different orientation. Like how good could it be? It's amazing. Total game changer. Wow. If you're out there, you're a synth player. You're like, I don't know, maybe I just want to keep going with this whole laptop and like six keyboards on stage thing. Don't do it. Try a laptop and a guitar on stage. That's what I currently <laughs> do. Great stuff. Great, great stuff. It's it's perfect. I'm so glad they're back. Are they back still? I don't care. I say they're back. Maddie, I have to tell you, what you said about people being shocked at your music really resonated for me. Mm. You have a lot of instruments in the background as well. Is that what you're about to get into? I So I have, uh, a, a few years ago, John Hodgman, my other co-host. Um, Use his CVS card. Yeah. I don't know his phone number. We didn't go to we didn't go to college before like contact lists and phones were the most convenient way to dial someone's phone right. number. Mm -hmm. Now I have an ex girlfriend named Jenny, and I may start using her phone number. <laughs> uh, start screwing up her algorithm. You know what I mean? Start getting start getting her significant others wondering why there's mustache wax on her coupons. You know, just get some real <laughs> real messing up of Jenny's life in there. I am uh, not a musician, but some years ago, my friend John Hodgman, who actually has some music background, you know, like he he played in he played in school bands and stuff like that. Um, uh, my friend John Hodgman was was doing a little music in our stage show, and I was like, "Well, fuck, I could do I could do that," and I hadn't done any music at all since high school musical theater. And in high school musical theater, I was the least good at it, uh, like 100%. Many friends and colleagues in arts high school who were good at singing, and I was not among them. And uh, so uh, my wife, one year for Christmas, bought me three ukulele lessons, and I had never played an instrument in my life. Um, I had taken like a year of keyboarding class in second grade. So I can play the right hand of the first part of taking me out to the ball game and the theme from Star Wars. Mm. Um, Heart and soul, but, chopsticks. Nope, no, no, no. Never got there. Okay, great. No. <laughs> no. Too hard. Two hands. Too complex. Muffin, muffin man. Two hands, full heart, can't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you don't know the muffin man. I do not know the Muffin Man that lives down Drury Lane. Yeah, that's never well, met him. Well, you do know. It sounds like you never do know the him. Muffin Man. Never and met why him. Know him use, only by re reputation. Why don't you use his fucking number to get your CVS? <laughs> use the Muffin Man, this precious Muffin Man you love so much. Even You know his address. <laughs> anyway. So I um, I took three ukulele lessons, and now I sing in the Judge John Hodgman show often. And I remain not a strong singer. I would give myself a B minus at singing and a C minus at ukulele playing. I really 
it's really hard for me to sing and maintain a strumming pattern at the same time. Mm. Uh, and I cannot, I can only play chords on the ukulele. I'm like a, the Sid Vicious of playing the ukulele. <laughs> I know like five chords and that's it. <laughs> but it's about the attitude. It's yeah. about the attitude. The, exactly. The well, defiance I've, that you bring. <laughs> I've always been a, a rude dude with a bad tude. Right. And ukulele is perfect for that. That's probably why yeah. that's what you gravitated towards. Well, sure. <laughs> I, when I'm doing the punk stuff, I usually play the banjo lately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's another classic one. Yeah. Sid loved that one. But look, Maddie, a lot of people are imagining me playing a little soprano ukulele. That would be ridiculous. I play a concert ukulele, one size bigger. Wow. Um, uh, but it is amazing how far low expectations will get you in the world of music. Oh, yeah. Uh, just my mere ability to, to represent melody on stage is so well and positively received. Mm. And my greatest nightmare is to perform in a context where there are other actual musicians. <laughs> oh, you don't want to do that. I, I feel like we, we have a similar situation here where we are known for something else, which then means yeah. that if you're kind of good at a thing no one thinks of you as being associated with, that's really yeah. charming and endearing. And it's like, uh, oh, this person has like a cute hobby and they're also actually quite good at it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. It's like, well, how, like, it's like when Channing Tatum showed me his ships and bottles. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and like they're pretty good, you know. They're, pretty, they're not great. Okay, they're not great. he's not going to the convention circuit with them. No, but like you know, no, he's, no. he's not no. in competition. Sell them for quite a bit at a at a tag sale. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> I want to encourage him. I, Maddie, uh, it's not the way that I imagined or hoped. I would be like Scarlett Johansson, but if this is what I have in common with Scarlett Johansson, then so be it. That's your pull. You don't want to go Keanu Reeves. You don't want to go somebody a little bit more Bruce Willis. That. Oh, Bruce that's Willis. a good. I love Bruno this. himself. Scarlett Johansson is actually a very good singer. She's a much better singer than I am. She's got a she's got a great singing voice. She's a good interpreter of song too. Impressive singer. I feel like I, I felt like I was running down Scarlett Johansson by comparing her to me, mm. and actually she's really good at it. So, right. Yeah. Whereas Bruce Willis and Keanu Reeves are both notably bad at their instrumentation of choice. I actually don't know if that's really is true. Keanu is Keanu bad at his band? He's a he he's a bassist, right? I Dogstar is his band. I feel like I'm Dogstar is this his is band. as far yeah. as I can go on this topic. As as Yeah, same here. As much as I enjoy Keanu Reeves and yeah. in his uh films, that's I've never actually listened to Dogstar. Have heard some Bruce Willis though. Oh, you've returned to Bruno? <laughs> <laughs> Very odd, but I don't I don't hate it. I'm just like, well, it's not really my genre, but it seems like he's having yeah. fun out but there. But you were at the opening of Every Planet Hollywood. Oh, well. Who is so it? You had to hear. I was more of a Bruno. Hard Rock Cafe fan, but I would like go to the Planet Hollywoods to like just right. check out the competition, just to hear Bruce <laughs> yeah. play a little mouth harp. Yep. Jordan, you're a Rainforest Cafe man, right? Oh yeah, that's where I go to hear my rock harmonica. <laughs> they do not have bands there. They just have like a big elephant at a Rainforest Cafe. That is the band <laughs> that's there. And is that anything like Bruce Willis to you? Is that what you're saying? You're saying Bruce Willis is the big elephant? If there's a celebrity musician to whom I would most compare my chops, 
it's probably uh, James Dolan, the billionaire owner of the New York Knicks, mm. uh, who has a blues band that plays at Knicks games. Yeah. Um, that's about where I'm at as a Jimmy Dolan situation. I also get into a lot of fights with Charles Oakley. So that's the two things we have in common. I saw a, I saw some sort of, maybe, maybe this is an Instagram post, <laughs> In-N-Out Burger was sponsoring a like rock and roll charity show. I'm like, oh, that's huh. pretty good, you know, In-N-Out Burger, you know, good, good on you. I wonder who's playing the In-N-Out Burger charity show. It is the owner of In-N-Out Burger's band. You're fucking shitting me. Yeah, I don't know. Is I don't know anything. Singing else Christian about it. songs. He's singing Christian songs. It's probably he's those singing like, on a, like a rockin' version of Onward Christian Soldier, right? <laughs> or like a Christian song, like a Jars of Clay type song, where it's like, oh, you kind of got to know they're singing about Jesus. Maybe it's like Sam Cooke or um, sure. one of the other kind of like great gospel singers turned pop singers, and he just takes all the all the times that, that there's a direct reference to God in the song and just changes it to French fries. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> changes it to animal style. <laughs> That's how I like to worship the Lord, animal style. French fries aren't the strength of in and out Well, so wait, Jordan, do you have a hobby that you f- get to surprise people by being good at? Or just here's this th- isn't a lifestyle choice Here's the thing, Maddie. No. Because <laughs> you're already so great at every single thing you try. My work is Jordan, my life. If I'm uh, good cool. at something, I make it my career. Yeah. Jordan, I, I try to make s- money off it. Yeah. You're probably surprisingly good at like Street Fighter 2, right? Mm, like not like good enough to, to like be good against like a professional Street Fighter 2 player. But like people- Yeah, I guess you're maybe, like yeah. That didn't come to at. mind because that didn't strike me as a quality about me that would be surprising. <laughs> like, oh, this- What? This thing this fucking, Jordan's uh, doughy ass, ever? This doughy ass straight white guy? Yeah. Whose heyday was the nineties? Yeah. This um, guy who's never discussed going to fight nights just to like see what they're like or, you know, yeah. talked about Blanca the Beast from Brazil ever before. Wait. He's not about Blanca. Are things where people get together to play Street Fighter 2 called Fight Nights? I know. Isn't that funny? Like they really <laughs> have appropriated that. I yeah. it is funny. They are called fight nights. Fighting game wow. fighting game meetups are called fight nights, yes. Yeah. Wow. But I mean technically yeah. Well, it's appropriate because you are fighting virtually. Flyweight bouts that are aired on ESPN are now called dork out. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and you know, they smell about the same. So I feel like it's Yeah. Right. It's filthy hands. Everyone has there. filthy hands. Mm-hmm. There's gamer grub at both both situations yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. That's true. Enough. There's yeah. a lot of one-handed. It's just like in one situation it's because you don't want to take the boxing gloves off or the hand wraps or whatever. And in the other situation it's cuz you're so busy like slamming that stick baby you're just joy sticking it up i was watching the 49ers game today and my son oscar it was i think it was like the first football game that he'd watched more than a minute or two of and uh the thing that he could not get over was not the fact that they were like trying to hurt each other uh or that the rules are completely inscrutable Um, or any, or that they're all wearing like robot suits. Um, it was the fact that a guy comes out to squirt water in their mouth. (laughs) Like that blew my son. He's like, why don't they have their own waters? (laughs) And I'm like, you know what? I couldn't tell you. I don't know. They just can't. That's fair. Don't know. 
that's just straight up a fair criticism of professional football players. Just get your own waters, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a break between every play. Get your own waters. It looks cool to have water squirt in your mouth, though. That's how you know you're yeah. you're just at the top of your game and you're you're making so much money and you're also going to maybe never remember these moments in your twilight years because of just mm-hmm. tragic regulatory yeah. issues in yeah. football. But hey, somebody squirting water in your mouth. That's cool. Maddie, do you have any other serious hobbies like ones that you're unusually dedicated to? Boy, no. I really like to eat food. I'm not yeah, good at making yeah. it. But it, I mean, if that could be a hobby, just eating food that other people mm-hmm. make. I know it's sort of considered one, like, oh, you're a gourmand, or but I don't have good mm-hmm. taste. So I don't think I should get to claim that. But I do really like to eat food a lot. I think it's great. You know, Maddie, something uh, something that I like about your online presence, and I don't know if this is a <laughs> This is would fall under the like hobby category or maybe something you would like to go pro with, but I love seeing photos of the boys. Oh yeah. Got a lot of cat pics on the Instagram. But they're called the boys. Is that a, they are called the boys. There's two two young boy cats in my household. And uh I would say a huge hobby is just watching what the what kind of shenanigans they get up to. Just just yeah. Oh, yeah. messing with stuff and being little trash babies because they're both semi-feral cats that were rescued. They're rescued. They rescued us. Mm. And um, they just, they never met a piece of garbage they couldn't play with. The other day they were playing with a piece of their own shit. That was pretty fucked up. Hell yeah. They (laughs) That's the boys for you. That's the boys. That's the house. (laughs) We've chosen not to have children. We just have these two piles of trash. (laughs) <laughs> to their credit, Maddie, they do poop balls of yarn. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. They do. So not inappropriate. <laughs> it was a little horrifying because they have a yeah. lot of little like mice and they have these two little cockroaches that are motorized and you like turn them on and they, <laughs> they just go around the apartment like a real cockroach. So like there's a lot of stuff in our apartment that's like it would be gross, but it's a cat toy. And like we saw them playing with a piece of shit and and we were both like, is that one of their mice? What What is that? That doesn't look... It's a piece of shit. Yeah, that's terrifying. That's terrifying. That's disgusting. We also recently bought a a new mop. So that's all related. Oh, good. (laughs) Everything's going great in my house. Please don't judge us. We're keeping up. Everything's good. You know, I know it's I know this like this is a familiar thing to cat owners. You know, you 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 pay the money for the toys. They play with it for a couple of seconds and then Mm -hmm. they, you know, Mm -hmm. go. Play with some garbage. Play with shit. Play with shit. Uh, Or find stuff in the garbage that you're like, I don't even see how that is a toy. Like, what about this is even entertaining to you? Right. Why do you love this dime so much? (laughs) Yeah. For example, (laughs) or like bottle caps or like a weird shaped piece of cardboard that's like kind of crumpled up. And you're like, okay, I guess technically that could be hit with a paw for Six yeah. hours? Huh. Okay. Sure. sure. <laughs> At 2 a.m.? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we're doing that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I finally found a toy that my cat just loves. And every time, you know, I bring it out, it's always a big hit. It's these um, it's these catnip bananas. <gasps> it says like, wowee on it. Have you seen these? I haven't. I've got to check this out. I'm <laughs> so this when the up. catnip banana comes out, she, you know, she does it. She does the thing where she'll kind of envelop it. And then do the like back leg kicks on it uh-huh. <laughs> uh, to simulate what it would be like killing prey in the wild. Uh huh. Totally, because um, she's killing that banana. That banana yeah, is she, dead. It's it is, murdered. and uh, and yeah, and I think around around our house, that's what we call going nanner crazy. 
<laughs> and we cool. love to go. Wow, we Jordan. Wow, we cool. It's fun to love go nanner crazy. Love that. Yeah, I well. just I just like to to tell my cats just all the different horrific things they're doing to inanimate objects, like just pulling yeah. out the entrails. I like to just really root them on in that and just encourage just the most horrifying behavior because they're they're from they're from the trash. And I know that's what they want right. to be yes. told. They're <laughs> garbage folk. Yeah. yeah. Like they they remember what it was like to eat proud real, real rats and they, they can't do it anymore. So they just have to mm. make what they can deal with with these little pieces of cardboard. Uh, yesterday, a goat tried to eat my hat. Oh, yeah. Go on. <laughs> sure. I just what went kind to see of some hat? therapy goats. What kind of goat? <laughs> Let's get into it. I went to see some therapy goats, and one of the goats tried to eat my hat. His name was Hugo. Aww. That's that's Hugo for you. Love fucking this. Hugo. Fucking Hugo. Hugo's uh, the the I guess goat therapist said that um, Hugo had had some f- food insecurity in his mm. past, so that's sure, why he, sure. he was so f- he was so food crazy. But mm-hmm. also, goats eat tin cans. Like I know about yeah. goats. Right. I don't need this woman to lecture me on goats and food insecurity. The world's most food secure goat will eat a fucking tin can just because it used to have beans in it. What kind of hat? There was a, Your hat was full was of a, alfalfa pellets though, right? There was another point where there was just some leaves had fallen from a tree and gotten dry and crackly. Mm-hmm. And he was just eating dry, crackly leaves. And I said, look at him. He's eating those leaves. And the goat therapist she just goes i mean they're his tortilla chips mm. that's so okay. fair enough beautiful fair enough they they look cooler ranch the seasonings of the season yeah now they look nacho cheesier mm-hmm. and the dirt is his guac mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is what is dirt but a goat's guac mm. it's my favorite roomy quote <laughs> i saw that painted on a on a little thing that you have framed above your toilet yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, it was Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> sorry, Betty Boop. <laughs> Betty Boop. It was Betty Boop who said that. Uh, my wife for Christmas got me this visit to these therapy goats, mm. um, and it was a long drive. It's like out nearly in Ojai, California, the far reaches of of the Los Angeles area, about an hour, hour and a half from from where we live. We drove out to this woman's house. She had persimmons for sale and then the therapy goats. Um, she got, not to brag, but she that's a, after one, I that's spent, a one stop shop. After I spent some time with the, I by the way, the persimmons were kind of expensive, so I used your phone number to get it. Fuck, man, <laughs> fuck. It was. So I've been getting all these one, coupons for one. edible hats. Fifteen percent off. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, but I met these, there was only four goats. I didn't know, was it going to be like a goat farm or like, was it going to be one of those things? Like one time I went to this farm that was like supposed to be like a petting zoo and I knew it was like a rescue farm, you know, where like animals that, uh, otherwise would have, you know, been turned into glue or whatever, go to the rescue farm. And uh, it turned out to be like a, you know, like a vegetarian propaganda thing. And they showed like, I had to like tear my children out of the room, like my small children out of the room before they played like those videos of squirrels being flayed or whatever. 
Anyway, um, I thought I was worried it might be like that, but it wasn't. It was just a lady's house in Ojai. Uh, and then there in the backyard, she had this pen with these four goats. And she told us a little bit about the goats. And then she just goes, yeah, you guys seem comfortable. Mind if I go up to the house? <laughs> and I said, I mean, yeah, let's do this. give you guys some privacy. <laughs> the thing is, is... When she gives you the bucket, and she does give you a chow bucket, when she gives you the bucket, she says, stand by the stumps so they don't jump on top of you. Mm -hmm. If you stand by a stump, they <clears throat> jump on the stump. Because they're goats. They love to yeah. be up high. Yeah. Because they're goats. King of the hill. It was two girl goats, and one, well, there was two boy goats, but one of the boy goats was separated because otherwise he'll fuck the girl goats. Sure. Right. And she tries to, sh she tries to spread out the calving. Um, or kidding? I don't know. And uh, so this one goat that had a big goat beard, this was the boy goat that does the fucking, it was, it was in an adjoining pen just standing on top of its goat house staring at us, like fucking staring daggers at us. And the woman just says, oh, he's interested in the female goats. Wait a minute. And I was like, right. Wait a minute. Is that who's been fucking my wife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Oh, You've man. heard about horny goats, right, Jordan? Yeah. Well, I I thought it was the the, the bone deposits on their head. <laughs> He's been making a bone deposit, if you know what I mean. Right? Yeah, I know what you mean now. <laughs> now I know what you mean. I kept. I wrote you an entire letter about the bone deposits. Did you just think it was about their? I horns? skimmed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At this at this rate, you're never gonna get a wife, Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> and one of the lady goats was pregnant. Congratulations. So she had a giant baby goat poking out of her tummy, but not yeah. out of her birthing canal. Just You could just see the goat sort of sideways inside the regular goat. Yeah. The small goat was sideways in the regular goat. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The baby goats are coming. And you could just hear a muffled... Cans. I want cans. <laughs> Put cans in my mother. I want to eat cans. Maybe a and hat. Sh <laughs> Hugo. Put a hat in there. Hugo was. Uh, we lose the ability to speak English once we're born. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I know. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. God. This is blah, my time. Blah, this blah, is my blah, time. Blah. This is my impression of you, fuckface. <laughs> Born goat. Stay in there for all I care. Aww. Jesus Christ. Or come out so shut your fucking yap. <laughs> Is no Spider-Man movie good? <laughs> I don't know, man. I can't see movies from in here. <laughs> I have to wait to go to the movie theater. <laughs> Goats have these little uh, sharp... I guess I would say mm, they're not rat teeth. They're like they're like jaggedy teeth, like if shark teeth were tiny. Well, they gotta get right. through those cans. I know. I know. And the boy goat cans, goat. hats, my wife's ass, apparently. Oh boy. <laughs> oh well, I mean these goats oh, are millennials, boy. Jordan. That's true. <laughs> Give Millennial. them some avocado toast and they'll do any goddamn boss, thing. Girl boss goats. 
Hufflepuff, so, Hufflepuff, girl boss, goat. The, <laughs> the, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I had a fugue. <laughs> so this goat, I swear to God, you know how this goat, I knew this goat was a millennial, still wearing fucking skinny jeans. Yeah, right. Side <laughs> we part. wear mom jeans now. Yep. Um, so uh, the the one dad goat just stood on the goat house and stared at us over the fence. And then the two the two girl goats were very sweet and one of them had the sideways baby in its tummy. Yeah. And then um I initially was concerned it was a goiter. Hmm. I don't, don't know what a, a goiter is. A goat-shaped goiter though. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Anyone would think that. Yeah. And then there was a boy goat in the pen with us, but this boy goat had been fixed so this boy goat had i related to this boy goat because neither of neither of us can Im- can impregnate a female of the species mm, right. i i've had the surgery as well i had a different slightly different surgery um and this this goat was named hugo it was a golden goat and it had a circle on it and the woman said that's called a moon ring mm. And then she says, "Don't ask me why." I was like, well, "Don't Thank bring God it up." You headed that off at the pass. Kind of spooky, oh. but all right. <laughs> Everyone asks me, and I refuse to find out, despite the fact that I own the goats. I'll tell people what it is, and then I'll shoot them down. And then I'll curse them forever, which I don't know why they keep asking me to tell them this information. I have to find six other people to tell about it. I'm very stubborn. She also well, had, I'll be up at the house. She also the had a trailer you can rent in the backyard mm-hmm. as an Airbnb. Yeah. Which is an air bed and breakfast. If yeah. you're not familiar they, okay, with the yeah. Website. I get it now. Mm-hmm. And I found myself wondering is this woman's life having a trailer and four goats in her backyard and a persimmon tree in her front yard? And that's how she fucking lives in Ojai? Like, she moved to the fucking mountains. She lived in Santa Paula, but right next to Ojai. She lives in the mountains off the strength of this fucking trailer, four goats, five or six if you count the sideways ones, and a persimmon tree in her front yard. And uh, she also had a hummingbird experience. So those five things, do you think those constituted her entire lifestyle? Yeah, did you? You paid her $25,000 to see the goods, right? <laughs> yeah. I gave her a tip, Jordan. I'm not a monster. No, you got a tip. I always tip service workers. Tip your service workers, everybody. Yeah, she went above and beyond. She told me about those moon rings. <laughs> but not why. <laughs> well, she kind of no, told you about it. Not why. Yeah, no, that's for yeah. the best, though. So do you, are you pausing that maybe she just only does sort of a goat cheese and persimmon? Like, wh- how does she, she said you can't. She said, so I asked her about that because the goats make two quarts, up to two quarts of milk a day. Got it. So I said to her, what about this two quarts of milk a day? And she said, well, it's for for a few months. It's not the whole year around. But she goes, during those months... It's, she goes, it's all encompassing. It's my whole life. And I'm like, what do you do with this milk? And she says, you can't sell it legally. But she says, 
I know some people and they come by and wow, you know, okay, okay, you know, there's the goat. No, she's milk like a black goat market. milk prostitute. Yeah, going <laughs> she posted down them on buy backpage.com. But she's out here, she's a small business owner. Well, goat work is goat work section. is real work, okay? Yeah, it goat is. work is okay? real work. It's labor. Just because it's it the is unregulated and unsafe yeah. doesn't mean it's not still respectable. Tired of yeah. goat shaming, Jesse. Yeah. You're just not goat positive. I don't know if she had a companion at the house or if she was a lonesome goat herd. <laughs> I'm mad at myself for laughing at that. This is the plot of that Nicolas Cage movie, Pig. This is if someone steals this lady's goats, um, it's going to be a very dramatic and interesting situation. Not as violent as maybe you would think. It was really cool. I I hugged some goats and they were really sweet. And I, I, um, did it cure your ills, your troubles? Yeah, I stopped going to therapy and uh, taking mood stabilizers. (laughs) Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, good all the time, huh? I'm all set. Yeah. Is that part? Is that related at all? Do you not want to give out your phone number to any organization ever? Like, how how much did those two things overlap for you, just in terms of mindset, worldview? I gave my phone number to the goats. Okay. Yep. What if they want to protect it? (laughs) They're not gonna fucking. They're not gonna. They're not gonna spill the beans, and the fucking government comes by. You think these goats are going to spill the beans? Yeah, I don't know. I've never actually read The Men Who Stare at Goats, but it, I feel like there was some goat bean spilling in that book, probably. These goats are no Robert Pattinson. They're not going to spill the beans, as in the hit film The Lighthouse. Sure. Remember when he spilled the beans, yeah. Jordan? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a key thing. And then Willem Dafoe's like, why'd you spill the beans? Oh, yeah. God, that movie fucking ruled. He also does that in Twilight, and I hear in Batman. Yeah. <laughs> we hope. I mean, that's most of the trailer. <laughs> anyway, just, yeah. I recommend it. I- hey, Riddler, you like beans? <laughs> hey, Riddler, check out these beans. Why did you spill them, bats? And then he like flips over just a big whirling <laughs> puzzle box. I'm sorry, I didn't see the beans. Batman has to figure out why exactly he spilled the beans, and it's like a Rube Goldberg machine. And <laughs> Riddler's great, you know. Riddler so glad great. that guy's coming back around. Have you guys seen the pictures of uh, Riddler from Robert Pattinson Batman? Real weird, weird stuff. Real it, Death Stranding it, energy on that stuff. Just a real they weird like situation. Tried to make him look really scary, mm-hmm. and you're like, did you see the old Riddler outfit? <laughs> like that's fucking scary. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Why is this guy in a fucking green question mark suit? You don't have to give him a fucking scarecrow hat and like a weird black suit. Oh, I'm so scary. No, I'm scared of the guy in the fucking stretchy wool. (laughs) Right. Key lime green shit. Yeah, you don't want to talk to that guy. You see that That guy guy is the guy. You're like, hmm. It gives you that energy of a mascot character when you're a child, yeah. where you're just like, Fucking, I'm going to avoid this situation. You know who I avoid, Maddie? Anybody with slim, good body vibes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's the fucking vibes on the old Riddler, slim good body. <laughs> How about fucking Matthew, what's his name? The guy that gets you free money from the government. <laughs> yeah. That's the fucking vibes I avoid. Not. I'll talk to a guy with a burlap sack for a head all day before I'll talk to a You should not talk to that guy. Fucking slim yeah. good body, spleens on the outside. Batman villains are scarier when you can see the outline of their dick. <laughs> exactly. Thank mm-hmm. you very much, Jordan. 
This is why I was about to say that, and this is why we share a CVS account. <laughs> we don't. And I use the box because you don't know how my, to use the box. my will. I use who, the box. Who are all the Batman villains where you can see the outline of their dick? Probably Bane. Ooh, that's a great question. Yeah. Well, in the Joel Schumacher Batman, he all, put every dick, character. dick outlines yeah. on all of them. Sure, everybody had yeah. <laughs> several dick outlines, extra yeah, dick like outlines. Characters who didn't have... We're Characters packing. We're dicks. suddenly yeah. packing because Given Joel dicks. just sort of built that into costumes, I think. Yeah. Has there ever Joel. been an episode of Jordan, Jesse Go, Jordan, where a topic has come up that has more made it so that it was a great tragedy that Glenn Weldon is probably asleep right now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just sat up in bed. Wake him up. <laughs> I'm awake. Why isn't this person awake? Everybody should be awake. Well, let's like, all be awake. Batman villains with dick outline. <laughs> Tell us. Help. I authored that Wikipedia page. <laughs> I've made several corrections since. Wow. To others. Ugh, the okay. hog on King Tut. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Have you seen the Schwanz on Calendar Man, by the way? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Of course, Jordan. Of course. The great hero of Jordan Jesse Go is the Max Fund member. Every person who's gone to MaximumFun.org slash join is our local religious leader. That's going to come up later, not now. It hasn't come up yet. Yeah, we tape the ads after we tape the bulk of the show. But the point is that we're grateful to the members of MaximumFun.org. We're also supported this week by the good people at Magic Spoon. Now, I say the good people. I don't know their moral quality, but I know the quality of their breakfast cereal, and it's high. This is a fine cereal, Jordan. And what's remarkable is it's not even made with cereal. Yeah. I don't know what it's made with. It's delicious. It comes in an attractive box with fun games on the side. Zero grams of sugar, 13 or 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving of this. It tastes great. And there are lots of great flavors, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. I really like it. But my joint is the peanut butter. We were just discussing what our favorite flavors are before we went on the air. My favorite is the peanut butter. I've said it before. I like that it has a little bit of saltiness. I like the combination of the sweet and the savory. Uh, it's a real winner. Shout out peanut butter. But you can pick your own flavors. Yeah. And just because it's cereal doesn't mean you're you know eating it with a in a bowl with milk in the AM, you can do that. No, you but can. also, uh, if you get the if you get the munchies late at night, uh, you can you can have some fun with that magic spoon. I've been uh, putting some magic spoon on a spoonful of peanut butter. Oh, uh, I've been throwing a handful in with some popcorn. How about this, Jordan? Yeah, you don't have to eat in a bowl with some milk. Why not eat it off a plate with some orange fucking soda? Do it. This is your cereal. You paid for it. Yeah. Do whatever your sick, twisted little mind wants. We know there's a lot of sick, twisted, rude dudes and dudettes mm -hmm. out there. If you like to bring a little flavor to your flavors, check out Magic Spoon. Eat, eat it the nasty way. 
<laughs> that is not their slogan, we should say. <laughs> We're saying it like it's a slogan. Go to Magic Spoon. <laughs> sure they won't like that. Go to magicspoon.com slash JJGo to grab a custom bundle of cereal and start your new year off right. And be sure to use our promo code JJGo at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of cereal at magicspoon.com slash JJGo and use promo code JJGo to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Eat it the nasty way. (laughs) That's another slogan. We're also supported this week by Manscaped. You know, it's a new year, Jordan, and if your New Year's resolution is to keep it tight downtown, well, Manscaped's got you covered, or uncovered, as it were. You know what I like uh, to do with my Manscaped? hmm. Take it in the shower, shave my balls. Yeah, that's a great thing. (laughs) The trimmers are waterproof. They are really terrific. I haven't tried it yet with a spoonful of peanut butter. That may also be good. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, Manscaped, they're the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming. This year, take your package to the next level with their Performance Package 4.0 and brand-new Ultra Premium Body Wash. Ooh, that sounds ultra premium. Yeah, this is... Uh, look... No tool is accident-proof when it comes to intimate grooming, but I haven't had any accidents using mine, and that's that's God's own truth. From from my lips to your ears, that's that's the that's what God would tell you if he were shaving his balls in the shower with the manscaped. I have also uh, done the deed with the manscaped in the shower, and by the deed, I mean shaving my balls <laughs> um it always goes great uh nary a nick or cut yeah. uh and the best part is it's kind of fun mm-hmm. and jordan uh you know jordan could have trouble with nicks and cuts because he's got huge balls <sighs> oh, this guy's big pendulous Ooh, balls a couple of, couple of clankers <laughs> got some cantaloupe clanking around <laughs> you ever shave a cantaloupe it's gonna take you some time Clank. Clank, much clonk, less a pair. Clink. Jordan's clank. got one of those executive desk toys down there. Yeah, man. <laughs> not the listen. My balls are cumbersome, <laughs> but shaving them is not. Yeah. With Manscaped. Hey, get 20% off and free shipping with the code JJGo at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code JJGo. It's New Year. No pubes in 2022 (laughs) with Manscaped. That is their actual slogan, believe it or not. (laughs) We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Maddie Myers, intergalactic bounty hunter. It's back, baby. It's back. We're back. You are in the right chair to be an intergalactic <laughs> bounty hunter. I'm not going to lie I know. Pew, pew. Collect those bounties. I see. Bounties. I was in this chair before. The last time I was on the show, it's just you guys couldn't see me then. And 
and you didn't know. Does it have, does it like, does it, <laughs> does it have, have like robot arms? Like well, servos yes. in it or like sensors? <laughs> like, is it like for flight simulating or something? Or like race car simulating? Like the Jesse, you are trying to put logic onto something that is purely a gimmick, purely a marketing okay. device. And right. I respect you your attempt, but it is nothing. There's nothing behind the chair. Since you've gotten the chair, has your gaming improved? I think it's about the same. You know, that's part of why I got it, because I, I love gimmicks like that. Like, I tried gamer drugs mm -hmm. at one point, and I wrote an article about that, because I thought gamer, gamer drugs. drugs? Yeah. There's a whole market of gamer drugs, which is, like, just caffeine and B12 and, like, a bunch of weird stuff that at the time I was writing about it, Herman Cain was endorsing, and like that's in my coverage. Remember wow. that guy? Nothing bad that happened guy's to him. a fake gamer, right? babe. Anyway, um, so it, it was like uh, just some weird, weird supplements where it's like you don't really know what this is. So naturally, I put them in my body and played some Street Fighter just to see what would happen. Hell and yeah. I wrote about that, and that was fun. Um, but I, I. I just think it's funny. I think it's funny when products claim that they're going to make me a better gamer. And I love shortcuts and I love the idea of, of just becoming really good mm -hmm. at something without needing to try very hard. And that's never happened to me. That's just, that's not an experience that's ever happened to me. I've had to work hard for everything. This isn't a funny ending to this Maddie, anecdote. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I did the same. I did 100% did the same thing with Game mm -hmm. of Um, I was going to play Street Fighter 2 with Jordan. He's a lot better at fighting games than mm -hmm. I am. Uh, so I did some gamer drugs. <laughs> and boy, I was flipping out. My arms got so long. I was like, how are my arms right. so long? You were like, wow, Dalsim in real life, <laughs> like, man. Yeah. And then you just like hit Jordan really hard. Oh, I'm Dalsiming over here, bro. <laughs> yeah, and like then you didn't have to play him anymore because like you'd already yeah. knocked him out IRL. Yeah. That's the main thing I remember about Street Fighter is the guy. <laughs> I mean, that guy's cool. That guy's in there. Yeah. <laughs> definitely seemed, at the time, definitely seemed like the coolest guy. Depends on the Street Fighter, you know? Jesse loves a zoning character. Sure. Yeah, spacing. <laughs> it's all about spacing. God, mm -hmm. I love that. Commercial, spacing. industrial, residential, residential mm -hmm. too. Yep. 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 Love zoning. <laughs> <laughs> Dalsum definitely knows where you can build an above ground pool. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Dalsim. Can I? Can I have an ADU? <laughs> Dalsim is a zoning character, right? Am I right about that? Maybe? Yeah, that's correct. I mean, really, okay. any character that controls space is could be described mm. as that. Yeah, sure. Which mm. I guess you could say is all of them, mm. but like mm. Ken and Ryu, like mm. they're the Shoto characters, and Guile's a charge character. Sure. Blanc is yeah, a charge yeah. character. Yeah, shining Charizard. Yeah, that's another one. Mm -hmm. That's fire type. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maddie, have you ever had the experience? This is something we've been doing on the show recently. Uh, and I know you're the listener to the uh -huh. show. Um, I am. Maddie, you're saying that you ever, like it's a bit, but you, I am. Go on. <laughs> Thank you for buying so many Manscaped trimmers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it sounds fun. Every time you guys talk about using it in the shower, I'm like, that probably is pretty fun. Totally water resistant. It's amazing. It is fun. It's I really am fun. a natural blonde, and I don't shave anymore, and I haven't for years. But hey, sounds fun. <laughs> sounds fun. It's fun. Yeah. 
Is that just in case someone calls you out? Is that what you're saying? No, it's well, <laughs> yeah. If somebody calls me out, they're like, are you really dating a woman? Yeah. And that will be a call out that I faced immediately after the show. Um, no, I just mean, it's kind of funny. Like it, you could say that it's some sort of feminist statement that I don't shave anymore. I just add in the natural blonde part as sort of a self-own, like no one notices, no one gives a shit. Like no one can tell that I stopped shaving. Nothing mm. has changed yeah. visibly. But I know that, yeah. and I'm saving so much on manscapes. Just, just piles and piles of money. Uh, they're pretty affordable, and they're a lot of fun. <laughs> um, I got an offer code for you, baby. Cool. I'll check it out. M B M B A M. No, 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 no. Uh oh. Um. Uh. So, with something we've been talking about on the show, as you as you know, Maddie, is experiences with uh being inappropriately exposed to media, whether it's at a work conference or when you're too young mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh, we learned about porno drive-ins. Sure. Um, by the way, someone posted that there is an extant porno drive-in in New Jersey. Hmm. Which, like, I thought about it and I realized it's better than an regular enclosed, I mean, especially in pandemic times, but uh, it's better than a regular enclosed porno theater. Like it does make on the one it seem feels like being on natural, so to speak, right? Um, would be a weird context for for onanism, but um, actually it does make sense because you're inside your car and you're invisible from the waist down, um, etc. So I can see it, but they it does run into the question of why at a theater in 2022 for fun, you know, leaving the house, you know, yeah. You seen it out there? You know, the house. and they, you know, they still make fucking typewriters. Yeah, and those well, are coming back. Are like, I was just reading an yeah. article about that the other day. Typewriters are back in yeah. because you know what yeah. the fuck else are you gonna do with your time? I've heard that in that in a lot of apartment buildings in Brooklyn, they get those inflatable screens and they just show right. pornos on the roof. Cool, <laughs> and have a cookout. Really cool. Um, Maddie, have you ever had that experience of an inappropriate? Media. Never been to a porno theater. I, you know, I, I came up with an example. I was kind of sad that I didn't have more. My parents did not allow me to watch television ever. So that pretty much explains everything you need to know about me and like why I'm like this. Were you allowed so you to just play watch? I know, I know games? that's I know I've just thrown a grenade into the chat here with like now <laughs> everything's about that and we have to talk about that. But we don't have to Did talk about start that. Did you start I was allowed video to play gaming video as an games. adult? I was allowed okay. to play video games. Great. And that makes sense. And it does. It does. You were about to play video games and see plays. Yes. Literally, <laughs> yes. And be in plays, which I was plenty of. Mm -hmm. um, so really, my parents were like, how do we guarantee she's a nerd? And like that, that's <laughs> what they went with. Um, and I was also scared of movie theaters for like a weirdly long time. Just thought they were too loud. Try to guess what my diagnoses are. Anyway, so a friend of mine had um, his dad had a copy of Doom and we weren't allowed to play it. But there was a period of time when he was gone. I want to say fourth grade, third grade. We were too young to be playing Doom and we played it anyway. And I remember we were both really scared because you fight demons and we were like yeah. under 10. But we thought it was so cool that we weren't allowed to play it and that it was an mm -hmm. adult game. It was like a cool dad game. And in retrospect, I'm like, 
it's not that cool of a dad game. Like, what was that guy yeah. doing? Yeah, this dad was <laughs> a fucking yeah, international. What a loser. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now I hate games because of that. No, not really. I'm just kind of right. like, maybe that was fine. Like, I don't know. I remember being really scared of it at like age eight or whatever, but maybe maybe it was actually the right time to play Doom. What do, what do you guys think is the right age to play I, Doom? I think that's fine. I, mean, I played Doom at that time on my, on my mom's uh, 386. Uh-huh. Perfect. Um, my experience like that, and I've definitely mentioned this on Jordan Jesse Go, but I think it's been years. Uh, was in middle school in the early 1990s. Uh, I played a surprisingly large amount of a shareware game or possibly freeware game called Pong Combat that was Pong with fatalities. What? Like from Mortal Kombat? So was yes. there blood? It was Pong. You just did the thing. Yep. Boom, boom. Bunk, 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 bunk. But there was fatalities. There was a lot. Of <laughs> you would remove so the spine paddles. from the ping pong ball of your opponent. <laughs> it had a spine. Yes. It had a heart. Like, <laughs> like all the skeletons in... falling onto the screen. All the all yeah. of that was still yeah. there. Weirdly, huh? Yeah, that was in Pong Combat, cool. real game. Somebody's gonna go find it on one of those abandoned where websites. That sounds great. Now and mm-hmm. share it. Uh, somebody found the trucking simulator that I played as mm. an even younger kid. When I was like six or seven, I was playing a trucking simulator on a CGA monitor <laughs> where you just decided what speed to go and the game told you whether Smokey was on your tail. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Brian, I think we got some calls on this subject, uh, the subject being Pong Combat. Uh, why don't you play one? Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and probable guest. This is Hyacinth from Chicago. My pronouns are they, them. And uh, listening to this week's show, I thought of some media that was inappropriate in my life. One in particular, um, Catholic family growing up, you know, violence in movies, chill, sex, whoa, cover your eyes. Um, and I do remember, like, in my early teens, we would watch, uh, we being me and my parents, we would watch Insomniac together. And that seems strange. But the other thing, the thing I really wanted to speak to was in middle school, um, the worst years, I was uh, really, I discovered the chat room on the Garfield website, and people were <laughs> super horny there. Um, so m- me and this friend of mine, kind of, I really think he stole my best Pokemon card. We haven't, I have no idea what he's up to. Um, we would just, you could private chat within the chat rooms. Um, like this yellow bar that would show that I remember it so vividly. Um, and just try to think of like the sickest shit we could think of to text message people. And wow, like, yeah, just classically like, uh, you know, weird ass times. Um, anyway, love the show. Uh, don't love Garfield anymore, actually. Really. Have a good wow. one. Fucking wow. Reveal. Shit. That's kind of a twist ending. Fuck, mm-hmm. Hyacinth, fuck. Yeah. I love this. Why are we taking more calls on our show, Brian? Ooh. Not today, ever. I feel hey, like you, there's you hate, a whole You hate Mondays? Way. How much do you fucking hate Mondays? How much do you hate those fucking oh, nasty lasagna. ass Mondays? Tell me what you do oh, that so many lasagna. layers. <laughs> oh, yeah, John, drink mm. that dog cum like you did that one time in an actual Garfield strip. Oh, normal. Androgynous, <laughs> not necessarily the pronouns you'd expect from normal. Right. That's why normal is right. a queer icon to right. this day. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love to send you to Abu Dhabi. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Abu Dhabi's in my pants, actually. Yeah. It's in my pants. Gee whiz. Gee whiz. Yeah, there is no I mean, yeah, this sounds like this was like just very early. And there's nowhere on the internet that that doesn't that you cannot be horny in. Mm. I have had some fun occasionally on Twitter spaces. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know Twitter Spaces? I do. It's like it's like a it's there where it, on Twitter you have voice conversations with groups of people. And um it's a clone of a thing that uh a lot of Silicon Valley people like to use. Uh and I find myself wondering I've look, I I invented a a talk show where I just have people talk about their jobs and some people have interesting jobs, you know? They find out somebody's the curator of the Charles Schultz Museum, find out the worst shit Charles Schultz ever did, you know, whatever, right? Um, that's pretty fun. But I don't understand how it could be a business. Now, I think the next shit that we should get VC funding for is fucking web 3.0 chat rooms. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let's just fucking monetize chat rooms, baby. It will just start... A slash S slash L. Yeah, bring that get back. Get fucking rich as Bring fuck. back no profile pics, no video capability. Oh. Yes. No reason to be there. Nobody has a digital camera anymore. Can we go back to mm-hmm. that somehow as well? But also everybody still really no wants to talk to a bunch of strangers and freak them out a little bit from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> Just really bring some now weird more stuff than ever, in there. right? Yeah. 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 Man, a Garfield chat room. SL. I I can't believe I didn't Who know about this cyber? as a kid. I was on some some chat rooms, but I I wasn't looking for themed chat rooms. I I used to go to the cool.com chat room when I was first discovering oh. the internet. <laughs> Sounds pretty cool. You know, I found that I at age 10. That was... I was like, what's a cool website I could go to? Cool.com. Crack, crack knuckles. Um, let me think here. Now that I've Time got, to hack into the net. I've got my 56K modem courtesy of my father's job, I'm going to check mm-hmm. out cool.com. And there was a chat room there, and everybody on there was probably also 10. And we all acted like we weren't. It was great. Great time. Should have gone to Garfield. You guys like smoking cigarettes? Oh, I smoke them all up. <laughs> Are you guys all definitely 18 years old? Yeah, me too. Same. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, couldn't hear you. I was cracking a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I use crack cocaine. <laughs> uh, but the Garfield chat, were people just getting into Garfield lore? Like talking about Odie's owner disappearing and just like debating lasagna recipes and so forth? Like I just... Man, that must have been good. Those were the days. I think probably what happens is it just real quick gets into heavy <laughs> shit. Like somebody just, somebody posts my mom died this week oh, no. and it's fucking on. Oh, no. Somebody else just says you have to give yourself permission to feel your feelings. Yeah. There's no, no wrong feeling today. You can't, yeah, exactly. You can't blame Monday. That's true. Somebody was just- like. It's not the day. Then somebody Monday's just not, posts time's like, just a construct, you know, man. Shit, shit can happen on any day of the week. When my mom died, I felt happy, and I've been dealing with that shit ever mm-hmm. since. Yeah, real. Wow. And then somebody new comes in and is like, "What gender is normal?" <laughs> <laughs> 
Did John really drink dog cum? <laughs> have an actual Garfield. <laughs> Play another call, Brian. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go. Uh, I'm calling about the topic of inappropriate media that we got as children. I hope this counts. Uh, when I was about 14 or 15 years old, I grew up in a uh, very religious house, and we were not allowed to look at pornography. In Isn't that. that weird? Well, I guess. <laughs> I uh, it, yeah, I mean, <laughs> sorry, but I didn't grow up. I don't in a think Richard house. Dawkins's <laughs> kids can look at pornography in the house. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to drag this caller, but that's I don't not know if weird. Ken my Gillette's kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't. Here's the thing. I think the most culturally very religious household element of this call is not that this person was not allowed to look at pornography in the house, but that this person believes that those who (laughs) were not raised in very religious households just look at pornography willy-nilly at home. Uh All right, kids. <laughs> no gods, no masters. What do we watch tonight? Play boy, play Let's... girl. <laughs> Those are the only two magazines oh. of my childhood that I remember. Stepmom evening stroke. Let's go. <laughs> Okay, Whatever, man, you just fucking go into the ground. You might as well. <laughs> I'm a Unitarian Universalist. You have you guys ever seen anal? This is sex ed to me. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin and me were into watching anal, right? <laughs> Unitarian Universalists. Go ahead, Brian. Well, I guess my dad had got caught looking at pornography a few times, and that had become a big problem. And so after talking to the local religious leader, the decision that my mom and dad came up with to help my dad not look at pornography was for my mom to go take some photos of herself that my dad could then use for his self-gratification. And so my mom uh, went and got some photos professionally done and then made the mistake of leaving those photos on our home computer, which then later me and my sister found and was extremely disturbing. Uh, Yeah, so that was not great, and it's one of those things that I don't ever think I'll get out of my brain. But hope you guys enjoy. Love you all. Bye. I love you too. To me, the most remarkable part about this call... And I'm leaving aside the question of, in my house, you weren't allowed to look at pornography. Mm-hmm. Um, Including this person's father, of course, which is the crux of the story. Right. Yeah. Uh, is that upon this happening, they went to their local religious leader? <laughs> What is that? Who mean? suggested yeah. take some fucking nasty snaps? Yeah, but like keep it in the marriage bed, you know? Yeah. Live in I got a Zoroastrian and they don't want to get into it. <laughs> so it's like, look, there's a prophet named Zoroaster. It's <laughs> the world's oldest religion. Uh huh. And there's an eternal flame. Well, they don't want it to be identifiable because they're still so embarrassed that they saw these these sexy snaps of their mom for their dad that they just can't bear that anyone could know it was them. Can I just say, I hope they're not embarrassed to be Zoroastrian. Mm. 
all faiths, mm-hmm. all faiths have a place on Jordan Jesse Go, as long as you do not look at pornography within the confines of the home. <laughs> Right. Unless it's of <laughs> someone you're married to, and then it's right. chill. This is, that's funny. Like, <laughs> what, honey? What are you doing in there? Uh, nothing. And then he's like jacking off to a picture of his wife. <laughs> but also, it's like his uh, wife nothing. asking, and she's like, "Uh, we could fuck." And he's like, "You're not jacking off to my photos again, are oh, you?" Oh, honey. <laughs> Save your seed for me. I don't know. I Maybe I'm broken, but I think this is kind of cute. I get why the caller is, is embarrassed and scarred by this. Yeah. It's embarrassing to think about your parents fucking Taylor's oldest time, blah, blah, blah. But it's kind of, as far as a deeply religious family goes, it's kind of cute, you know? It is cute. I I was watching something. I don't I don't remember what it was uh, with my wife the other day, and um, it was some pornography of her. <laughs> sure, mm-hmm. that's the only thing that's allowed. Yeah, um, I was watching something with with my wife the other day, and somebody said in the show, somebody said they can't imagine their parents fucking. Um, I've got a very like colorful imagination, it, honestly. Yeah, I would say like my parents divorced when I was three. And through their entire lives, or at least through my father's entire life, my mother is still alive, uh, just genuinely hated each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, just just viscerally hated each other, were in court until I was a teenager. Like, just really intensely negative relationship. Like, literally the only thing I can imagine them doing together is fucking. Like... <laughs> I 100% I can see them having fucked. Like, I know that I'm here and like, I could see how there would be chemistry there. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But you can't picture them at like their first date. I can't. You know, like the things (laughs) that led to them. Not even having a nice lunch while they're both on break from work. (laughs) When my my dad died, my mom gave me some pictures of the two of them on vacation in the Southwest and a turquoise bracelet that uh, he had bought for her. That's nice. Um, That's nice. And a love poem that my dad wrote for my mom. Wow. And it fucking broke my brain that they ever liked each other. <laughs> like yeah. that was that was like disgusting and horrifying. You were like, oh, mom. Yes. Oh, gross. Ugh. Don't show me the, the bracelet. Mom, That's sick. Oh. <laughs> Cute. Daddy was only into that one big butts magazine I found in his bedside table one time. Uh. Uh. That was upsetting. I hope that all the young people out there who are thinking about looking at pornography will remember that it's important to look at generalized pornography first. If you're going to look at pornography, look at just medium pornography. Do not start with specialty <laughs> pornography. So like no weird turquoise bracelet stuff. Like nothing really no, disturbing. No, nothing with my parents getting along. <laughs> yeah, because that is what's really fucked up. And they have anything on the internet. Yeah, Just, go, something... to, just go to your, your pornography website of choice and type in nude, love, and kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Watch that. See what mm-hmm. of that does it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, which one there. of those three? <laughs> yeah. oh, it can be only one. <laughs> one of those three words to type in. Yes. I'm nude but celibate. <laughs> right. And I'll never know love. <laughs> That's okay. That's a good place to start. That's medium pornography. Yeah. Just hanging out. You know, hanging out. Mm-hmm. I'm... 
I'm very much in love. And we rub and we we rub with our clothes on. <laughs> we just smash slacks. <laughs> oh, your dockers feel great. <laughs> <laughs> Smash slacks. Oh, just right for the office. Oh, your pleats are so deep. <laughs> so iron. So crisp. <laughs> so I oh your crisp pleats. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna pleat. <laughs> oh shit. Oh bro. <laughs> I'm gonna pleat. <laughs> Wait, these two lovers are also bros. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's not what what's about that. Up about what about that is weird? Team? Yeah, that's Jesse. not what's weird. Sorry. It's weird that they both have pleated pants. Bros on. can pleat. Bros <laughs> yeah. can pleat. Bros can pleat. Two zero six nine eight four four fun is our telephone number, or just send a voice memo to JJ Go at maximumfun.org. Uh, you can tell us an inappropriate media story. You can tell us a moment of shame. <laughs> Haven't had any good moment of shame in a little bit. Give us some calls with a moment of shame. 206-9844-FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org. Or, of course, a momentous occasion. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I'm John Moe. My show, Depression Mode, is all about mental health. And this week, I talk with Amanda Knox. She spent four years in an Italian prison for a murder she didn't commit. That's a lot of trauma, and she's okay talking about it. If I touch on something that you'd rather not get into, just say so, we'll cut the whole exchange out. But it also seems like you're pretty open, open about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am having trouble imagining anything that you could talk to me about <laughs> I that know, I... I know, what are we going to throw Amanda Knox with? <laughs> Depressed Mode with John Moe, only on Maximum Fun. La, la, la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Maddie Myers, intergalactic bounty hunter. A lot of people, Maddie, have heard a lot about podcasts and they love video games, but they're not sure if there are any video game podcasts. I know. What would you say to them? I would say to them, first of all, don't Google it because there's like a lot of weird stuff out there and you might run into like a Garfield chat or like something you don't want to get into. I would say- (laughs) Google stepmother evening stroke. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Google nude love kiss. And then when you're done yeah, yeah. with all that, um, check out Triple yeah. Click. I don't know. I, you know, I feel like Triple Click is a good, what's great about it is it's an hour long. And mm-hmm. that, there's a lot of video game content on the internet that's like eight to 12 hours long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talking about these mm-hmm. let's plays, just hours and plays. hours. Yeah. We're talking about We're sure. talking about parasocial relationships that you're forming with somebody over just decades of your life and theirs. That's cool. But why not form a parasocial relationship with like three people who like video games and they're only going to take up an hour of your life every week and also maybe say something smart every now and then. I don't know. Uh, You should know that I made a six hour long uh, direct to camera video essay about your hour a Mm. week. So thank you. you I will be checking that out. Actually, you know, I say that, but I I totally will watch a six hour long like analysis of the politics of Fallout New Vegas or whatever. Like I will totally watch that. (laughs) I oh, love that stuff. Well, the po- the politics of Fallout are fucking weird and gross. <laughs> they super. I had are. a hard time. They I had a hard time even play. Like I love. I like as any listener to this show knows. Like the video, the one video game that I have ever like truly dedicated my life to, other than Baseball Say Mogul. Say it at the same time. Is, it's Skyrim. We're all it's Skyrim. 
Only I said. And Fallout is the same as Skyrim. Like it's literally the exact same game. But it is made by the same. It's Bethesda. Go on. It's, but like everything is the same. Like you, you just you gather. It's just the same. Different names. It's different names on the same things. Like you have yes, robot correct. powers instead of magic powers. But like it's uh-huh. everything else is the same. And um, uh, like I truly, I did play the entire Fallout game that I bought. Um, but like. It was so toxic that I felt like quitting the entire time. <laughs> it's rough. It's so Skyrim's kind of fun though. It's really you can fun. Just kind of click on some herbs, yeah. and like maybe you join up with some type of weird street gang, but you don't have to. Yeah. You can just be an herb collecting yeah. dude. The there was also a lot of the thing that I object to most in video games. A lot of people think I'm going to say, I uh, think I'm going to say violence. Uh, mm. Or like short attention, but that's what you spans. love. Yeah, you hate sex, right? <laughs> no, I, I hate satire. Like I hate satire in <laughs> oh, video right. games. Oh. Is that true? Because there's actually some specific games I could tell you to steer clear oh. from. Do not check out Hotline Miami. Ooh. Don't check it out. Don't want satire, Jesse. Don't don't buy any downloadable game that costs fourteen dollars. Got it. <laughs> If you don't Just want, clear of anything yeah. If you don't want satire like, or a metaphor for depression, yeah, 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 yeah. Anything that that zooms out a little bit and is like you're playing a video game, fucko. yeah. Like that's that's what you want to. As soon as a game does that, you want to shut it down and uninstall it, and then just head back into Great Skyrim. I, you know, I have to say Thanks. that in my opinion, that, that's what you'll get on Triple <laughs> Advice not to check out games that challenge you and to just. Maybe you were the bad guy the whole time. And we don't want that. We don't want to hear that. I guess because, that's AAA games now, too. They're also. The game made me <laughs> yeah, do I can't it, win. dumbass. <laughs> like, hello. How am I supposed to get to the end? Like, it's pretty what fucked you up. You wanted and to I, kill that guy. I hate guy. to be challenged. It's pretty fucked up. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I love in a video game? Like, my number one favorite thing. Let me know if I can find this. It's like where you make a lot of kind of thorny moral choices along the way and it like uh-huh. you kind of learn whether you as a character you can kind of try on what it would be like to kind of be the bad guy mm. uh yeah, or be sure. the good guy like you could be a goody two shoes and in the end mm-hmm. you learn that pretty much the same thing happens mm-hmm. like at the end it's totally, pretty totally. much the same you just had slightly different powers in the middle uh-huh yeah, like it all ends about the same. Uh-huh. I, I would I would say if you want that experience, I'd probably go Mario. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, I mean, your mileage may vary okay. on that. I usually play Mario evil style, but like you do whatever you want. Yeah. I pick the I pick like the bitchy dialogue prompts. <laughs> um, like fuck Princess Peach. Yeah. That bitch keeps holding out on Suck me. Suck it, turtle. Like, Yep. Yeah. But that's me. That's me. Like, you can really play it any which way, yeah. but like, no matter what you do, I always just choose suck it, turtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't, it's a good I, even one. when the I'm jumping on one of those little mushroom guys, I say suck it, turtle. <laughs> but you're talking yep. to the entourage character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, anyway, uh, all that stuff aside, Triple Click really is a wonderful podcast. It's a podcast I enjoy, despite being only a medium video game guy. Um, uh, it's one of the great video game podcasts out there. You should listen to it. Uh, I'm not just saying that because I have a business association with it. 
Not insignificantly <laughs> for that reason, but not exclusively. I mean, I'm shocked Jesse listens to the show. I didn't know this. Yeah. I listens, have listened. Oh, I, I mean, I would say maybe Jesse feels a little guilty because he knows I've listened to his show, yeah. this show, since 2012. Yeah. And I learned everything I know about podcasting from him, yeah. listening to him. And so maybe in his heart of hearts, he's like, oh, I should probably check out her show, make sure she's not making me look bad. Yeah. And I'm glad to hear I'm not. I only listen to glad Jackie to and Laurie. Glad to hear I'm not. <laughs> Just, it's only Jackie <laughs> That's and That's honestly fair. Fucking That's Jackie fair. and Laurie rule so hard. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. they're so you cool. You can check out the Bam Bam. Those Man, guys Those guys. I wish I was as cool as time to time. <laughs> fucking Jackie and Laurie. They're so cool going swimming. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Jordan, you go swimming. You're really cool too. Hey, thanks, man. I'm sometimes uh, Lori Kilmartin's at the at the same pool that I go to. <sighs> Fucking. That's oh, why yeah. you haven't switched to the Rose Bowl Small Aquatic Rose. Center. Yeah. Got to switch to the Rose Bowl Aquatic Center, Jordan. No. I gave him. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I'm Verdugo till I die. <laughs> I gave him your number. That'll give you. A call. <laughs> I like to get a bagel at Western Bagel afterwards. <laughs> And people can call you at one. It's nine four nine four nine, and that's the CVS coupon. That's where we all get it. From. Yeah, Brian, do bleep out the first. <laughs> you can leave in the nine four nine. Bleep out the okay, uh, Maddie. It's been a delight to have you on the program. Thank you for joining us. Everyone should go listen to Triple Click. It's a great uh, show. Whether you're a whether you're a video game fanatic with your own special chair. Uh, or whether <laughs> or you're a filthy you casual dumb. who just plays <laughs> just Farmville cool. on Facebook. Uh, sure. I mean, honestly, if you're still playing Farmville, I do want to talk to you. Yeah. Like, how is that going for <laughs> you? Do they still have games like, on Facebook? Can you still um, play Farmville on, or like Gang you know, War on Facebook? We talked about Farmville on the show last week because Zynga was recently purchased. Jesse, why did you open up this whole can of worms? I just want to know because Facebook this? hasn't suggested that I play Farmville in a long time, but I'm not sure Farmville it's because. Farmville exists, allegedly. Oh, yeah. Jason told me they launched a new Farmville last November on the show. He talked about this. They launched it, nobody's playing it. But, but like Zynga's valuable because they sell all these other games. Is that because? Uh, but but hey, when you say they launch people it, people want to know is more. It on Facebook or do you download it from the app store or whatever? I think it's probably on the app store. I see. I don't know if people are out there playing Farmville. Can you, get, can you leave the show and get a filthy casual on here for me? Because <laughs> I, I will. You will just have to do Brian, that. Brian, where week. do you play I mean, Farmville? You're a filthy <laughs> yeah, casual. Bring, bring Brian in. We, Brian, need, to, we need to engage Maddie about the topics that really matter, which is farm. I was going to say the nude bosses from Dark Souls. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, Maddie, Wait, why didn't we get into that? There's a lot. Maddie, of- you come on next week so we can talk about the rack we on Chaos Witch Quilag. <laughs> we will talk about Quilag's titties and like what's going, what's on, going there? on there. The hair just perfectly over the nipples. Mm-hmm. Maddie, can, love a video. Can game. I ask you? But Brian Farmville, what's going on? Can I ask Are you, you playing it still? An important question. He's shaking his head. As the as as the mm. co-host of the Triple Click podcast, what games do you recommend I play on my TI-81? Well, they do make a Legend of Zelda for that. Great. And by they, I mean fans. Mm-hmm. Fans making a, an off-brand serial number standard off version of, I believe it's Link's Awakening. I watched an that, entire that Legend of Zelda fan TI. movie. Cool. How'd that <laughs> no, go? It was, it was brutal. Boy, was I it can't rough. imagine doing that. Oh my gosh. I don't know why my child wanted to do that. She's never even played Legend of Zelda. 
I think it had well, now nudity, she's ready, too. I guess. I think maybe it had Because, I mean, the actual games are probably a lot more fun than what you did. So I was into I, Jordan gave me his Nintendo Wii. I played an entire Zelda. I beat uh, Gargamel or whatever his name is. Ganondorf, yeah, yeah totally. I beat yeah. that dude when he was fucking yeah, flying sure. around shooting shit out of himself and shit. And I had super <laughs> good arrows, homie. Oh yeah, fucking diamond well, I mean, arrows. If you had or whatever a switch, I would tell you. I would tell you to get Breath of the Wild for you and your young. That's the one I did. Uh, it's a good game. I beat, yeah, no, yeah, well, actually, I, you're right. We talked about that last time. That's I was on why the show. I fought it. How you beat every single last piece of Breath of the Wild. You beat all the monsters. Okay. So you're already done. You're already done. Triple Click is the name of the podcast. Brian Sunny D Fernandez is our producer. Valerie Moffat on the on the live stream um, at facebookcom slash Go. Our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Uh, Our thanks to them. We're on social media. Uh, On Twitter, I'm at Jesse Thorne. Uh, Jordan is at Jordan underscore Morris. And Maddie is at Midi Myers, M-I-D-I, like the way that you use your Amiga to make music. Yeah. Musical instrument. Digital interface. She Lines. loves she loves a good patch. Give her a good patch mm-hmm. and she's happy. Love that. She's happy. She's like love a pig that. in love shit. Downloading samples. Oh, give her a good, good patch chip. to trigger. Um, <laughs> that's all I know. Uh, we're on Instagram too. Uh, I'm at put dot this dot on uh, Jordan. You're at Jordan D Morris or at Jordan Jordan David Morris. Every time. Jordan David Morris. I got to write this shit down because I forget which one it is and I get locked up every yeah, single week. I think people week. enjoy it. I think people enjoy okay. the... <laughs> I don't think they enjoy it. Well, it's like an extra reminder. Bullshit. It's like, yeah. oh, they love it. No. They love it. No. They love the, the, the Manscaped ads. You had to... <laughs> they're just, they're just looking for a promo code. <laughs> you had to explain like, oh, to your partner why I you were staying it. up late. I decided to, to start shaving. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Help. Nothing but regret. I, I apologize if you don't if you don't have a romance tomorrow. <laughs> uh, we'll talk. It's one oh seven a.m. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture, artist owned, audience supported.